Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. NBA Flashback is a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. A shorthanded Boston squad playing without their emotional leader, Kevin Garnett, found themselves in an epic first-round struggle with Derrick Rose and the upstart Chicago Bulls. It evolved into what is considered one of the greatest series of all time. Left wing, Tyrus Thomas, got it! Oh my goodness, ball game over! Bulls win! Bulls win! Rondo still with it, finds Ray out, elevates, three, got it! And the Celtics, by the skin of their teeth, have evened the series at a game apiece. Back out to Gordon. Gordon looking. Gordon for three. Bang! Gordon ties the game! Are you up kidding me? Overtime again. What a series this has been. And there's still games to go. 2009 Eastern Conference first round. The Bulls and the Celtics are battling back and forth in what turns out to be one of the greatest series in NBA history. Four of the first five games have been decided by three points or less, and they've already played four overtime periods. But then comes game six, and the series jumps to another level. I'm Sarah Kustak, and you're listening to NBA Flashback, the show that takes you back to the greatest moments in NBA history, using archival audio from the NBA, as well as new interviews with the players and coaches who were in the building. On today's episode, we go back to April 30th, 2009. The Black Eyed Peas are the biggest band in the world, and Avatar is the number one movie in America. It's game six in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs, the defending champion, two-seed Celtics, playing without Kevin Garnett, who was out with a knee injury, 
are going toe-to-toe with the upstart seven-seed Chicago Bulls, who just happen to have the NBA's Rookie of the Year, Derrick Rose. The veteran Celtics are trying to eliminate the young Bulls team, but Chicago is not going down without a fight, and the United Center is ready to explode. Now, I never saw Avatar, but I did see this series. I had the pleasure of this being one of my first full-time jobs. I worked for Comcast Sportsnet in Chicago, and part of my responsibilities was covering the Chicago Bulls during that season and during the playoffs. And to this day, I have had a chance to cover some extraordinary events, amazing games, special, special moments, and nothing compares to this one in this series, on top of the fact that It was my first job covering a pro team in Chicago, but also I was able to cover Derrick Rose when he was in high school at Simeon in Chicago, both of us having grown up there. So there were so many aspects of this that made it so very special, and it was just extraordinary to witness in person and even better getting an opportunity to flash back and remember some of these amazing moments as we talk with then Bulls head coach Vinny Del Negro, who was a first-round pick and played eight years in the NBA before becoming a coach. Vinny, it's so good to talk to you again and have an opportunity for us to reminisce on just this incredible, incredible game and also series as a whole. And this was your first playoff experience as a head coach in the NBA. What was it like going through the first five games of this series? You know, getting getting the Chicago Bulls head coaching job, obviously with a young team, you know, you're, you're trying to develop the players you know, get your core together, um, you know, figure out your bench rotation, but more importantly, kind of create an atmosphere of the standards that are expected, the winning atmosphere that's expected. And Chicago has such great sports fans and great Bulls fans with the great tradition, you know, of, of all the championships they've won in the past. But really, uh, I was very fortunate to have Derek Rose be drafted that year, be able to work with him for a couple of years, watch his development watch Joe Kim Noah's development, um, just so many players um, that I really enjoyed being around. Lou Aldang and Kirk Heinrich was unbelievable. And, you know, just a lot of competitive guys that were um, some of the younger guys trying to find their way early in their career, which is normal. So, you know, my job was to kind of help them learn the game, help them understand uh, how important it was. You know, we were picked not even to make the playoffs my first year. So to make the playoffs, which I thought was really important for a young group because they, uh, you're eventually going to get there with that core of talent, with Derek's abilities, with Joe Kim and the rest of the guys. So getting them that experience to me was the most important. And then obviously growing up in Massachusetts, growing up with the Celtics, my father being a huge Bill Russell fan, Bill Russell's the one that drafted me in the NBA, going back to Boston where I'd seen so many games growing up. You know, it was just kind of uh, having my family and friends there, but more so just having the guys, the players enjoy the moment and understand the hard work that they had put in throughout the year was going to get rewarded in the biggest stage uh, in the NBA playoffs. And I was just so proud of the way they performed. No matter we were up, we were down, overtimes, whatever, we just kind of stayed the course. And um, I was just really, really proud of the way the guys battled, competed. And I think they took a huge you know, growth step in that series, which was fantastic. 
Kevin Harlan and Doug Collins had the call for TNT. Uh, this should be a fun game, and, and I see a very confident Chicago Bulls team. I think they've come home. They played very well in Boston. Like the key is here, Kevin, as it was in Game 3, manage their energy. They did not do a good job of managing their emotions in Game 3. Got blown out, came back in Game 4, gutted out a tough, tough win. This should be very, very interesting here tonight, how, they, how both teams actually start this game. Ray Allen was a big problem for you guys early in this game. He's got three fouls on the bench. Allen again over the That is a three. Ray Allen is right on the money. 16 minutes, 22 points. 22 points, Doug, on 12 shots. Well, again, with, with Ray Allen in the game, they're going right at Ben Gordon. So they're attacking him on the offensive end as well, trying to take away his legs. What were you trying to do to slow him down? Well, I mean, Ray is, is a Hall of Famer for a reason. I mean, he hits some spectacular shots. Put up a 15-footer on the fly and bury that one, too. Ray Allen has exploded in this first half with 24 points. You know, what you're trying to do is contest every shot, try to get him off his spot as much as you can. You know, he was hitting fadeaways, floaters, deep threes, getting to the basket. He really kind of, he had it all going that night. It's a three by Ray Allen. He's got 29 first-half points, 29 points and 15 shots. He's had a 20-point second quarter. And other guys perform well for the Celtics as well. Paul Pierce, we know, is, is one of the great scorers in NBA history. He's always a problem. You know, Rondo was, uh, you know, a triple-double guy controlling kind of the tempo of the game. But really, Ray was spectacular. I mean, you have to give the guy credit. You know, I played with Ray in my career, then coached against him. Uh, we actually play a, a lot of golf together. So, um you know, he's just a great guy, great player. We were just trying to make it tough for him, but he was making it incredibly tough on us with the, the shots he was making. And in in especially in game six, he was unbelievable. Rose, Rose in the mismatch now over Davis. Oh, he is six of eight. He's got 16 points to tie the 16 from Selman. And most of them are jump shots. I only think he has maybe a couple baskets in the lane, and that's where he did all of his work. In that first game, he had 36 points. So many of those were taking that ball to the basket. It was incredible what Derrick Rose was doing. And to think about the fact that he was just 20 years old at this point. He was scoring and leading the team in his first playoffs. Did you ever have a moment, and there was probably a lot of them, looking at rookie D. Rose and thinking, oh, man, this guy is going to be something special? Oh, there's a ton of them. I mean, not just one. I mean... Uh, seeing him work out before the pre-draft, before we even drafted him. I mean, you could just, you know, you could just see his explosiveness, his power, um, his floater, his work ethic, kind of his mindset of, of wanting to be successful. I mean, you could see it every day in practice and in games. And the thing is, you, you never looked at him as a rookie. I mean, you know what I mean? He won Rookie of the Year, which was incredible, but he wasn't a rookie. I mean, he was one of the most gifted, most dominant players you know, in the league and everybody knew it. It was just a matter of him understanding the length of the season, how many games you're going to play, time and score the NBA game versus the college game, figuring out, you know, the offensive and defensive terminologies. And But, you know, as a young player, you never want to give young players too much. You know, it's, it's a reaction game. And Derek had incredible closing speed, athleticism, explosiveness, so you just wanted to, you know, kind of guide him as best you could. But you had to, you know, let him go sometimes, too, because he could do some spectacular things, especially in the open court. Rose weaving through Boston defenders. In the ball, the defensive switch. That means Rondo is watching Noah. Rose puts it down. 
He's got the two. He's got 20 first half points with 20 seconds to play in the first half. I don't know that I've ever seen him shoot the ball better, especially in a game with this kind of magnitude. Think of his confidence, Doug. My goodness for this rookie and a timeout taken by the Boston Celtics with 15 and a half seconds to play here in the second quarter. Uh, this is a very humble star here. Remember when he got that uh, rookie of the year trophy, he really had a tough game three. He has bounced back here tonight, had a great first half. You know, he was always going to be a superstar player in the league. Um, his athleticism, his floaters, once he got consistently his jump shot down, he was almost going to be unguardable um, because you could get by with his speed in the open court. With the basketball, it was hard for guys to even keep up with him. And around the basket, he was so explosive. So he just had it all. And he loved playing. He loved competing. And in that particular series, I thought he just, it was kind of almost a coming out party for him where he was just basically unguardable at times. And it was just great to see him be rewarded for all the hard work I saw from day one, from the previous summer, just working on his game and practice, competing, going the highs and lows, handling the adversity of the basketball season, how long it is. But then when it was time to perform at the highest level, he was spectacular. When we come back, it's halftime, but that isn't the half of it. Get ready. We are in for an overtime marathon. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. 
It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is where you have got to have the resolve to play through right now. The Bulls are going through a struggle. You've got to fight through it, but you've got to get a defensive stop. Coming down the stretch in regulation, you guys are fighting through it. You had a 10-point lead, but the Celtics came back. Shot clock at one. Pierce puts in a dagger from outside. Once again, he's done it with the deuce. It's a five-point Boston lead. Four and a half to play. His first field goal since late first quarter. Paul Pierce is four of nine. Paul Pierce hits back-to-back shots. Outside Pierce for three. Good! Pierce and Allen have been assassins tonight. Boston goes on an 18-0 run, and you're down eight points to the defending champs with just over three minutes left. What are you thinking at that point? Stay in the moment. You know, let's execute this play. Let, let's get a basket. Let's get a three-pointer. Just make it hard. We're going to have to make, get some stops, no second shots, and, and, you know, get the ball to Derek as quick as possible. And, you know, let Derek attack in, in the open court. Guys get to the three-point line, spread the court. Brad Miller's trailing, so we know he can hit some threes uh, trailing. So just stay, you know, stay the course right now. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about execution. It's all about not getting too high, too low. Understand the moment and execute. Um, and sometimes you do that and the ball just doesn't go in. Sometimes you execute poorly and the ball goes in and it looks great. But I thought our execution was very good in those tense moments. And we had been in those games now, you know, game six, every game was like that, you know, and we had at the end of the season, we had to win several games to get into the playoffs. So we had been playing in that mode for a while, which was great. Um, So I think it helped us. But at the end of the day, it's about making plays and, you know, Derek and Brad and Ben and, you know, John Salmons was unbelievable in that game. He was attacking mid-range threes, whatever it was. You know, he was spectacular in that whole series. So John was was obviously a big catalyst for us. You know, so execute, you know, get some stops, get the ball to Derek and just continually make plays. We, we knew what we wanted to do at that point. It was a matter of just making sure we were very connected and making sure we were executing at a high level. You mentioned Brad Miller. He came up huge for you down the stretch of regulation in this game. Hits a three and then ties it with a layup with 30 seconds left. Allen's in there for defense. Watches as a beautiful shot is put in by Brad Miller. He was uncovered. They conceded the shot. How big was Miller in this one? Well, he was big for us throughout the whole year and especially in the whole series. I mean, he had a lot of big plays for us. And the thing about Brad is, which was great, is especially down the stretch when you have a big guy that's that's a that's a tremendous free throw shooter in close games is, is a big thing. So we could run our offense to him through the elbow, through the top of the key, whatever we wanted to do. And then at the end, obviously having him in the game where he, you know, he's a, a tremendous free throw shooter was a huge advantage for us. So he also spread the court, you know, because he could hit that trail three. So he could spread the court a little bit. 
Uh, so it gave Ben a little bit more space to go to work, John, and especially Derek. So having Brad out there in certain situations was very effective for us. And he played at a great level the whole year. But especially in that series, I thought everybody played well. And, and Brad was spectacular, especially in game six. Miller's performance stood out to Celtics coach Doc Rivers, too, in the postgame presser. We stopped playing. We tried to hold on to the game the last three minutes of the game. Um, and that's not how we got the lead. That's not how we ever play. I thought that was, to me, the difference in the game. Uh, you know, the overtimes were the over- overtimes. We had guys falling out and, and all that stuff. But you got an eight-point lead. I think we m- missed the layup going to the bucket for a ten-point lead. And um, nobody – we just we just stopped playing. Um, we saw that score, and we had a chance to close it out. And it just looked like we just stopped playing. And, uh, you know, that's okay. Um, give them credit. They made a lot of big shots. Uh, Brad Miller was the savior today for them. Uh, the three-point the three shot, uh, we should have never given up, and we did. And that was our breakdown. And then the drive. I thought those were the two biggest plays for them because it gave them hope again. And it was too quick. Didn't lose a lot of clock. So I really thought he was the hero of the game. Vinny, uh, how wild. Gordon misses and you head to overtime. Here is Gordon. Guarded by Pierce. For the game. Overtime at 10. What was the feeling like in the arena and in the huddle as you guys prepare to play yet another overtime? I think the biggest thing is, is is you have to focus in defensively and get defensive stops. I mean, at that point, everyone's going to be a little bit fatigued no matter what, but the energy and the excitement of the moment obviously is going to get you over. Our, our you know, the Chicago Bulls fans are, you know, are incredible and the place was going crazy and the atmosphere was an advantage for us. So we wanted to take full advantage of that atmosphere. But at the end of the day, it comes down to getting a stance and getting defensive stops, no second shots. Get the ball to Derek and do what we've been doing. John Salmons was your go-to guy in overtime, really. How did he become your offensive playmaker? You know, he was like, he was around 30 points and he was hot and uh, he was hitting a lot of tough shots. And, you know, he he had kind of a an off-balance kind of stutter step, step-back shot that he could get off, um, kind of that mid-range game. And then we ran some plays for Ben over the top. And then we ran some plays, obviously, from Derek in the high pick and roll to open up the court where he could attack and get to his floater game or get to the rim. So it was just kind of don't give him a steady diet of anything. If something's going well, stay with it. And at particular times, it was John's time to be aggressive offensively or it was Ben's or Derek's depending. But the catalyst in all of it obviously was Derek. And then the rest of the guys kind of fed off that. You know, John was great in that game. John Salmons with 23 as he knights his way inside for two. We, we needed, obviously, uh, all the points we could get to withstand, you know, Ray's performance and, and Paul and things. You win and lose as a team, like I said earlier, and, and our guys believed in that. Sharing the basketball was key. Uh, making them rotate defensively and, and, and close out. Salmons, slashing inside into three, and he ties the game. That's a great read. Got the switch, did not settle for the three. But really it just came down to who wanted more in that particular moment. We were able to make some defensive plays, like I said earlier, uh, with Derek and Joe Kim. 
um, that really gave us a huge energy boost. Salmons also had that great defensive play guarding Paul Pierce on the Celtics' last possession of the first overtime. He totally shuts him down. Yeah, exactly. Fadeaway, yeah. Remember yeah, that, yeah. that fadeaway. What was your strategy on defense with Pierce on that last shot? You're just trying to make it hard. You know, Paul's step back game, his size, he's, you know, one of the great scorers in league history. Um, you know, make him fade away, get your hand up, stay down on the pump fake, you know, get some help if you can off Rondo if, if there's time running down. And we made him take a fade away and, and John got a nice hand on it. So all of those things matter. You know what's coming. Guarded by Sammons. We've got our second overtime. And no question, you know, as great a player as Paul uh, was, I mean, there's no question he could have made the shot. But, you know, there's ebbs and flows in the games. There's things that happen. um, And you just have to, you know, try to work through them. And we got fortune in some areas. And they got fortune in some areas. And that's part of the game. And we just battled through it. And we got, like I said, um, that play, Derek Joe Kim's defensive plays, those are things that I think really sealed the win for us. Salmons defended by Allen. Oh, great recognition by Ray Allen. Looked like Salmons had an open three. This is a three right here. Wow. That puts Chicago on top. John Salmons with 33 points in 52 minutes. Down the way we go. Late in the second OT, you're up three points with 17 seconds left. Well, what do you think Boston's going to do, Doug? Down by three and under 17 seconds to play in the second overtime. Well, with no timeouts, it changes what you can do. I mean, obviously, if you can get something quickly going to the basket, you take it. And then you make it a foul game because if there's still 10 seconds to go or whatever in the game, that's still plenty of time to foul get a rebound and go length to the floor, but they're going to have to do something quickly. The longer this possession takes, then they're going to have to settle for a three. You said after the game that you tried to foul Ray Allen before he can get a shot off? You know, we wanted to foul there. We had the three-point lead, you know, put him on the line with two and then getting a free throw contest there. And the way Ray was shooting it, we definitely wanted to foul. Um, we just didn't execute it well, and, and Ray hit a, you know, a great shot with a hand in his face, and, um, you know, that's what great players do. But it wasn't called, right? Well, I was just worried because I knew if Ray or Paul got it there, you know, especially Ray was so hot. I mean, he was hitting like fadeaway threes falling into the stands. So I was like, you know, if he gets the basketball, don't let him take a three. Selman's on Allen. Screen by Pierce over Heinrich. That's three for the tie. Oh, he hit it. What a dagger thrown in by Ray Allen. His 49th point ties the game. At 7.6, Chicago a timeout. They'll get a playoff. I am utterly in awe. You know what? I'm stunned at a little bit. Why Chicago didn't foul him on the dribble. Looked like they were going to foul him, but right there, I mean, he got a free look at that shot. There was a miscommunication between Heinrich. He's slow on that switch. This might be like a survivor. I mean, this uh, <laughs> who's the last man standing? I mean... Let's make him make some free throws. We'd be up one. Uh, you know, we have Brad Miller. We can take the ball. We got Ben Gordon. We got John. We got we got good free throw shooters. But, you know, it doesn't always work out like that. So, you know, trying to make it as difficult, trying to not extend the game, but extend the game because Ray was so hot at that point. The Celtics had really good end-of-game stuff, experience where they could execute well. Um, so we're just trying to play it smart throughout.
the defining play of the game. Joakim Noah in triple OT gets the steal. It's Pierce. Shamans fights through a screen. Noah knocked it away. Galloping with Pierce. Goes coast to coast and dunks it on Paul Pierce. And Paul Pierce has just fallen out of the game. Joakim Noah has just given the Chicago Bulls a two-point lead with his eighth point tonight with a quick defensive play at the other end. How about the speed of the big man? Paul Pierce, you see Joakim Noah get a passing lane. Paul Pierce should have let this go. I mean, he knows he's got five fouls. You cannot defend that play. He is now out of the game. I mean, Paul Pierce has got to let that go. How about the speed, though, of Joakim Noah, the concentration? What a play. Noah with his first points in the paint in overtime. And finish it up with this free throw. Big, big play. Huge. He makes the foul shot, puts you up three with 35 seconds left. The United Center explodes. What was the feeling like on the bench as you saw that happen? Well, obviously, it was an unbelievable play by Joe Kim, um, you know, getting that steal, getting his hand out, and then being able to, you know, dribble pretty much three-quarter court and, and finish the play, get fouled, get pierced out of the game. You know, the place was excited. Joe Kim Noah on a huge stage in front of a national audience with the steal, the gallop, and the sledgehammer. But at that point, obviously, the, the excitement – is great, but you know you got to keep your composure. Depending on how much time's left on the clock, you know the Celtics, you know, still have the ability to to make shots at any particular time, especially the way Ray was going. Um, but all of those things are momentum changers, you know, and you got to take advantage of them. So, you know, Joe Kim was obviously uh, excited. We were all all excited, but we got to stay in the moment, understand time and score, uh, what the Celtics, uh, you know, have the ability to do. Um, and I thought we did a really good job of that. Post game, we heard from Joakim Noah on anticipating that pass for that amazing play. It was it was more of a reaction. Um, he drove to my side, and I just I stunted at him, um, tried to make him pick up his dribble, and uh, I tried to. Re- and then when I did that, I tried to recover to my man, and um, I knew that my man was going to be open for for a quick second, but I could um, <clears throat> recover pretty quickly on Scalabrini. Uh, and he threw the pass, got the steal, and it felt like it took forever to get to that basket, but I'm happy, uh, happy I got there. When we come back, the Bulls try to close it out, but the drama isn't over. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have... And you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DK Hoops only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. 
eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, my. Look at Vinny's going, I don't believe this. What else can happen in this series? You're up one with 17 seconds left. Kirk Heinrich misses a layup, and the Celtics get the ball back with another chance. What was going through your mind when Kirk misses that layup? We executed well. We we weren't able to convert on the shot, so now we have to get a stop. I mean, that was kind of the mentality. It wasn't, you know, uh, anything other than, you know, we've done it before. Let's do it again. This is what it's all about. You know, in order to win the game, let's let's get a stop. That was kind of it. I mean, it was guys make good plays. They make bad plays. Uh, you know, uh, coaches uh, drop good plays. They drop bad. It's just part of the game. You just got to keep battling through it and working through everything and not let it speed up so much. Understand time and score. And we had gotten some big defensive stops. So why couldn't we get another one kind of mentality? And, and the guys were able to do it. Rondo picked up by Rose. Over Rose, rejected by Rose! 
Combo shot was rejected by Rose. Fouled by Scarabini. Rose rejects the Rondo shot. Then Rose gets the block, but misses both free throws, and the Celtics have a final shot at the buzzer. Take us through that emotional roller coaster. You know, um, we weren't able to convert on some free throws, but at the end of the day, you know, we had the confidence that we had gotten some big stops. Paul was out of the game, so we knew we could, you know, obviously you, you want to get body to body as much as you can with Ray and not let him get any easy looks, make somebody else um, attack the basket, get a three, whatever. But yeah, those moments are, are, are great when you're able to get those defensive stops. I think we had done that to get to that point and the, and the guys were kind of really locked in at that moment to like, hey, it's our time to get one more stop and, and seal the win. Getting those defensive stops to me really is, is kind of what we hung our hat on. He misses both. Rondo guarded by Rose. Good at the goal. <laughs> Whoa. We will see you in Boston Saturday night for Game 7. Rondo misses at the buzzer. You hang on for the win. And we see Joakim Noah go nuts on the court after the game. How are you feeling after that final buzzer? You know, for a coach, you know, when you win, um, it's kind of a relief. And when you lose, it, it's, it's gut-wrenching. So really my mindset at that point was probably like, let's enjoy this for a minute and let's, let, let's lock in on Game 7. We've had success in Boston in this series. Every game has been uh, tight. This one will be no different. Let's make sure we're prepared in the right way. So as a coach, you, you move to that. Enjoy the moment for a minute. Um, congratulate the players on their effort um, and the coaching staff, and then, and then kind of uh, move forward from there. Let's hear from an emotional postgame Vinny back in 2009. Well, this doesn't. This definitely doesn't feel like my first year coaching after this series going on. I tell you what, um, just unbelievable. Um, so many things to talk about. So many great plays. Um, I mean, Ray Allen was just. I mean, he was hitting shots. It was unbelievable. I mean, just guys hitting shots and Derek making plays and Joe. I mean, it just there's so much to talk about. I don't know where to start, but just so happy uh, way our guys fought. You know. Uh, it looked good for us. It didn't look good for us. It looked good for us. It was just going back and forth. Uh, you know, just so many great plays out there. Um, so just start asking questions because I don't know where to start. When you think back at this game, what's your lasting memory? How do you think about it now? It was a building block in terms of where we had started at the beginning of the year to how proud I was of the growth of the players and the adversity throughout the season we dealt with. Um and then being able to be in that moment and the players have that opportunity in, in the NBA playoffs to compete at such a high level and to compete incredibly hard together as a group. Um, it was just great to see the growth and the commitment and the competitiveness of the, of the team, not individually, but competitively as a group. Um, I thought everybody at that point was really at the end of the season in the playoff and in game six, really everyone pulling in the same direction no matter you know who was hot, who was not, let's get stops, let's lock in defensively. And if we do that, we have enough offensive power to put a lot of pressure on them, which, which is really what happened. And um, couldn't have been prouder of, the, of kind of the mindset and the guys to be able to enjoy that moment after a big, you know, huge win in game six to force a game seven back at the Garden. Post-game, you said this was definitely the best series you coached? It was definitely the best series ever coached. Um, but 
you know, playing is different than coaching, obviously. Um, but, you know, I had a lot of great series, uh, you know, when I was playing with San Antonio and things. But, you know, nothing with these overtimes and guys making the shots they're making and the plays they're making. And How does that game rank now in terms of the best ever coach you're played in? Well, it's up there. It's not just because we won the game. Like I said, to me as a coach, you know, you have to trust your eyes. Um, it's not always going to be perfect. Um, you're not always going to... Um, you know, it's not always going to, you know, you're always going to drop a play and, and you miss the shot. Another play, it's not run as well. You make it. It's not about that. You have to trust your eyes. Are, you, is your, are your players playing together? Are they playing hard? Are they playing unselfish? Are, are they doing the right things to give them the highest opportunity to win? Um, you know, individually, do guys understand time and score? Do they understand this guy's hot? Let's get him the ball. Or, okay, you're not as hot. Let's get it to this guy and, and share. And, um, I just think though that series dictated in game six emanate, you know, kind of dictated what that team was about. It was about being unselfish, letting the growth of Derek. Everyone knew he was the star player, his growth. Ben Gordon was a veteran scorer. Kirk Heinrich was incredible. Brad was a veteran guy, but Joe Kim was kind of starting, uh, you know, finally coming into his own a little bit. So watching Joe Kim play at that level and Derek, and John Salmon's play at an incredible level. So seeing all that come to fruition in that game, and especially in that series, I couldn't have been more proud of those guys. Um, and that's what I'm most proud of is is that impacted their career in a positive way. It impacted the NBA, obviously, in a positive way because we're talking about it still. And, and that's what it's about, you know, um, seeing those guys play at that level and enjoy that moment. Before we go, you mentioned playing golf with Ray Allen earlier. I heard you've got a golf tournament coming up. Can you tell us about that? I do, yeah. That'll I'll be defending in uh, right after July 4th. I think it's the 5th through the 11th is the tournament in Lake Tahoe with American Century. So Edgewood uh, Golf Club and American Century do a fantastic job. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm going to play in another golf tournament at the end of April, Club Corp Classic uh, in Dallas with the senior PGA Tour guys. And I think they have about 50 athletes um, coming in. So we'll, we'll play in that tournament, which should be fun. So just enjoying uh, playing with a lot of the guys. And uh, Annika Sorenstan, who's fantastic, plays in some of these tournaments. And playing with her is incredible. One of the one of the great women's players and great players of all time. So Tony will be in Dallas, Romo. and. John Smoltz and Marty Fish, all the top players and a lot of great athletes and entertainers. So it's going to be a fun event in Dallas. I'm looking forward to it. Let's let Joakim Noah take us out with his post-game presser. This series is is a lot of fun for, for the fans, the people of Chicago, the people of Boston, but it's a lot of fun for us too, just playing in, in environments like this on the big stage and, and putting on a, a great performance almost every game. It, it's special to be a part of this, and I know this is a series that people will be talking about for a long time. At least 13 years, Joakim. NBA Flashback is a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man. 
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.